And welcome to another high flying, fist pumping, crotch scratching, Uso cream filled episode of the Brothers of Destruction. We're going to be digging deep into WWE Creative's panicked attempts to fire writers and get your eyeballs back on Raw and SmackDown with the wild, wacky wild card. <laughs> Matt? Yeah. It's Brother Michael. How the heck are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Now, if you want to find everything that the Brothers of Discussion are creating, please go check out bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. We are at bodpodcast on Twitter, and believe it or not, you can find us at bodpodcast for Facebook as well, but obviously just go ahead and search Brothers of Discussion. Uh, we, uh, what else what was I going to say? Uh, there's something else. Shit. Yep, it's uh, brothersofdiscussion.com, and... And BODpodcast.com. Yeah, that's all I need to know. And, uh, yeah, the feud continues. You know, I'm really excited that you went ahead and purchased the second domain. Because, fun fact, what we could have done uh, is just done an alias domain. So, BOD Podcast and then Brothers of Discussion could have been an alias for the original domain that was purchased. However, those other folks could have swooped in and stole it from us. So, Matt... Highfalutin high five to you, Mike. Did you learn um, new things this week and you wanted to let everybody I know? I certainly did. <laughs> well somebody was trying to push somebody <laughs> was trying to push the alias idea on us uh to save some money, but it it doesn't work like that. It it only works until somebody else buys the domain. Yeah. So I'm really excited that we did the best possible option. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna fuck around with that. That felt like a threat. No. Uh if that Yes. If that person wants to go back and listen to whatever episode that was, I'm sure it was around episode 69, um, just to yes. get that mentioned in there. Probably the apex of podcasting ever was episode 69 of Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> uh, Matt, we don't want to waste any more time here. I um, love wasting time. Another, another big week here in the WWE and all things uh social media re- well, related mike uh, the ratings big thing in that uh not not that anybody's watching the show uh but big things in wwe's panic uh to get people back on usa and watching on mondays and tuesdays so uh they initiated what's called the wild card uh this new gimmick superstars basically can switch shows a little hot potato action they can go from raw to smackdown and smackdown to raw um a sentence that definitely uh you know gave vince mcmahon some trouble um matt hot tag here to start the show here we're at minute almost two and a half this is our first hot tag was this in your eyes in your ears in your heart and pancreas matt was this a necessary move or are these uh nielsen writings is this just a normal seesawing of numbers while we wait for some concrete outcomes i.e a briefcase holder matt your thoughts uh well first of all you came in with way too much excitement with describing this wild card gimmick because this was uh flying by the seat of your pants i mean it's it's an awful idea um it it completely destroys any i you know semblance of what this superstar shakeup was what does it mean to be a raw superstar smackdown superstar we've got guys now fighting for the wwe championship that are on the other brand which then makes you know begs the question is this guy actually the important person on this brand? it's just it's all bringing up so many questions that shouldn't be brought up where they should just trash it because the whole problem here, and I don't know if this is a rumor, and we'll get into rumors later uh, because we did forget to mention... Uh, oh, yeah, we do have a fun new game yes, this week. Uh, just a quick quick plug for a game at the end of the show. We're going to be playing uh, two rumors and a lie. Uh, so basically, I'm going to feed Mike three different rumors that I found online this week, and he's going to have to pick or figure out which one did I make up. We're going to call this game uh, Two Shoots and a Work. Well, I mean, 
that that's kind of confusing but what we're gonna work Two shoot rumors and one work rumor where matt tries to put one over on his old brother michael for years of torment when they were kids (laughs) all right well matt Back to your thoughts on the wildcard gimmick. Uh, it sounds like you're leaning towards a desperate disappointment. Yeah, it just, uh, it, it doesn't make sense where they should just go with the hard and fast, there is no roster anymore. And, and getting back to where my point was coming from was this, the rumor that this is fueled by Fox and USA has a lot of credence to it because they're probably superstars that both of these uh, networks considering one is you know we have now fox involved and then the other one is usa which is controlled by nbc universal so they they're already clashing heads every night on primetime so now now they're going to be clashing heads to see who gets ronda rousey who gets roman reigns and can you imagine usa seeing that roman reigns has moved over to smackdown so while none of this is confirmed I have to say, as rumors go, this one makes a ton of sense. But this was not the solution. The solution was just to bag it and tag it. Just get rid of the the separated Raw and SmackDown rosters. What does it even mean anymore? They they don't have their own. They don't have separate pay per views. I, I, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I, I <laughs> what think do, there's a couple dry spells every yeah. year. Um, so I think the best move, I I understand why they're doing this. Um, essentially you're going to be able to have the, you know, the, it's not, it's not like we're having, you know, the bottom feeders switching back and forth. Yeah. So far we've seen Daniel Bryan do it. We've seen AJ Styles do it. Uh, we've seen Sami Zayn. How much of a snore is it going to be when it is like a bottom feeder? Uh, Oh my God. Well, I mean... (laughs) I mean, like, you're getting... Co- it, what it is is they're just giving you more opportunities to view the top guys. So that that makes sense. That's a strong business decision. But to do this kind of panicked wildcard gimmick and you trot out the old man to mumble his way through it because he probably <laughs> doesn't quite understand it, um, it just reeks of desperation. Um, I, I, I know I'm not in those boardrooms. I know I'm not... You know, I don't have money in WWE stock, but I just... I would have try to be a little patient um this kind of feels like if anything you know you know what would have been a bigger move for me matt is not having a you know a wild card gimmick i would have tried to at all costs tried to move the date of that money in the bank pay-per-view since it's going to coincide with the series finale of game of thrones yeah um as far as as nerddom and you know what people are going to be watching i think a lot more people would rather watch the last episode of that show than you know a a a pay-per-view with essentially two matches that you care about right right. um so it kind of you know it almost feels like a um like they had that awareness in the writer's room like how many people are actually going to be paying attention now that there's this other thing to focus on maybe we really give a hard you know focus on storytelling once we know we have people's undivided attention rather than you know when they're looking at this uh just entertainment phenomenon known as game of thrones that's you know dominated ratings and awards and people's attention for you know 10 years now um so i i would have been patient i would have tried to just kind of stick tight you know wait for this game of thrones to be over and then try to you know start gearing up for SummerSlam and stuff like that but well you know what that is mike it's just it's another like nod to this you know the whole idea that this company (laughs) you hear it all the time from the AEW fans that you know again i'm gonna i always have to put this qualifier i think we're excited for AEW and i'm excited for double or nothing the next sunday (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna watch it it's going to be the first pay-per-view I'm ever going to buy that isn't yeah. a WWE pay-per-view, even though I buy the network. Yeah. Um, but you've, you've, got, you've got a whole group of people that just will swear that the WWE has no idea what they're doing. How could you argue in any other, like any other point when they schedule a pay-per-view on the same goddamn night as fucking Game of Thrones? There's nothing yeah. to compete with a week before or two weeks later. Obviously, the week later would be double or nothing, which I think the last thing they want right. to do is go head-to-head and lose that battle. And 
have that, you know, running across social media. But, man, what a boneheaded move. Yeah, what a what a dumb dumb move. Like I I def I guarantee that Cody Rhodes sitting there in the in the boardroom said, "No, we're not we're not going to do our our first show on yeah, that day." And they're like, "Oh, cuz of money in the bank." Yeah. He's like, "No, cuz we want people to watch it. <laughs> that's fucking Game of Thrones, yeah. man." <laughs> his dog is, you know, that's what he looks at as his own ghost. So it's it's just there was no way that he wasn't thinking to major pop right, culture he's definitely movements. cognizant yeah. of that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, um, um, I mean, you know what's funny, too, is I had another point to make with Game of Thrones, so this is just going to be Game of Thrones heavy, but um, you, uh, you keep going. I'm sorry. No, it's, uh, I mean, it, I think a lot of people were commenting, too, when this dropped. Not just the, I think, the obviousness of what was happening, you know, for people who love wrestling yeah. and who watch WWE every week. It was also... You could tell because there was an increased amount of ads, and it definitely felt like, all right, we are so sorry that people aren't watching, so here's some extra commercials. <laughs> like, Yeah. I could definitely be like Snickers and be like, who cares about extra commercials? Nobody's watching this crap. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I, uh, I mean, we're going to get into it a little bit later about, um, you know, maybe the segment, some of the segments kind of falling flat, but I think one thing to be a little concerned about is... And I think the crowds were hot for uh, for Kofi because he had to defend his title Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but I think the numbers I, we got to figure out some way to actually calculate these numbers. Uh, we'd have to get permission from the analytics department at WWE. <laughs> but uh, see what the audience numbers are when there's a heel holding the belt versus a face. See, I don't think they've ever gone. I don't think they've ever gone that deep into like, uh, like, planning out. How could you I not? Have no idea. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm not doubting you, but I, I hope they do. It, I mean, it makes sense for their own sake. Yeah. Um, I mean, what they've been doing is the same. Goddamn fucking AJ Styles and Seth Rollins have to tag, and then AJ hits Seth Rollins. I like. There's playoff hockey on right now. I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and watch something that I can. <laughs> this is what call I mean. with my my like, with a blindfold I, on. I wouldn't have panicked. You know, like we have that dry spell when the NFL playoffs are kind of gearing yeah. up, and you know people aren't really tuning in anymore. Or there's like the Monday Night Football games matter. Um, WWE is, is a year round show, so I guarantee there's lulls every year. I. They're cyclical. You know, it, it really picks up. We've even seen it on our website, Matt, where, um, you know, business picks up around the Rumble, and then it, it, it hits its peak at WrestleMania, and then it starts to tail off You know what bit. it picks up? Um, it's when we put out content. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, but what inspires us to put out content? It's the, the best, Vince you know, McMahon. Uh, matches and storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't think it's it shouldn't be a surprise that this is what's happening right now. Well, um, I mean, there's... And let me ask you this, because I want to see if I can get your train of thought yeah. here before we get too far away from it. Was the Game of Thrones that I have to do with the show notes today? Um, as far as the super hit and then the, the show kind of having some, some stinker moments recently? Yeah, um, I, I would say, and I, I read an article from uh, from IGN that was kind of laying out, like, what, what are the differences from this season and past seasons? And it was just this idea of, like, there there was all this, uh, you know, all the political intrigue and all of the decisions that would literally go against what the normal television decision would be. And now this season is the exact opposite. It's all, you know, rainbows and butterflies and the good guys keep winning and things that have been, you know, long-standing storylines that we thought we were going to get an amazing, you know, and, and we overbooked. You know, like in my head, it's just like pro wrestling. I was overbooking, so I admit that. And that's not the point I'm making. But uh, it just it just fell flat because they went back to, you know, what are the normal tropes of a, of a drama uh, on TV? Not even an HBO drama. I mean, this is turning into one of the worst last seasons of an HBO drama. And uh, I think it's still going down in history that The Sopranos was one of the worst episodes or people were disappointed with it. But well, we don't. 
Yeah, I don't want you to get um, too detailed with Game of Thrones, just because. Uh, um, because I know I could add some some things like some uh, some fantasy booking, but what do you think the the real connection to the, to wrestling is? What's what's that? Um, well, it goes back to that kind of that kind of uh, valley that we're at right it now. It goes back to what what the problem is with AJ Styles and Seth Rollins having a tag match together. We're doing the same. We're doing the same thing. So if we have millions of Game of Thrones fans that are getting upset because we're going back to what normally happens on TV. Why aren't we making new decisions? Why aren't we doing something different? Why, when Sami Zayn is out there uh, taunting the crowd and then Braun Strowman comes out, is it really uh. a shocker that he's just going to beat the shit out of Sami? Oh, but we'll have him get right. tossed into a dumpster. Uh, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that actually is what happened. Uh, and then the garbage truck comes and picks up the the dumps. I mean, it's it's like how much better would that have been if maybe Braun had you know Sammy like used the storyline that he's doing and and like started talking to Braun about how you know he got a shot but he screwed up when he when he attacked Vince and and kind of you know use use that that fake storyline truth and mix it in with this truth that he's creating of like now the fans are against him because he he's failed his shot and that's why he's not going to get another one and have Braun come around and be Sammy's buddy so it's just uh, that was just one thought that popped in my head and when Braun came up I told myself he's not just going to beat up Sammy because that is so goddamn boring and then that's exactly what he did was he walked up and beat up Sammy yeah it- it's something they've already done too. Like we've had that Sami Zayn versus Braun feud, and I, you know, I don't think that Braun music it didn't elicit cheers. It was just kind of a tepid. Um, oh, I guess we're getting our Strowman segment. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's just not a compelling one on one, and it's it, you know we've it's been there, done that. I I wish. I think I like your idea. Maybe if Braun had kind of ran out and then joined forces with Sammy, that would have been an explosive like combination. Or, like, at least show, like, maybe he changes his mind. Maybe he doesn't join Sammy. But let's show some depth in these characters, you know? If if it's yeah. not working it, to just show people punching each other and then Braun going, Rawr! like, that's... That's fine for a five second, you know, like if the, if they're judging whether or not that's working by the fans also lifting their arms and going blah in the stands. Yeah. That's not, you know, that's not how you judge good content. I, I think, I think the audience of every piece of media, it, it, like, sure, we're getting dumber in regards to attention spans, but we're all, you know, I think we're smarter and we, we want to see more depth in our characters and I can't really place any depth in any of the characters except um i don't know you've got daniel bryan's got some depth um so that's kind of fun <laughs> it's, i mean no you're you're on the right track um I, I i i agree with that um and it's because like daniel bryan's not just going out there and you know necessarily doing the the cheap heat what he's doing is like the the best villains it's that they um God, what is that phrase? It's something like they. It's not that they have an evil world view. It's just that they think that their view is is good. Yeah. Um, so they have a warped view that they just think is good, and they're not just nefariously being evil. So it would have been really compelling TV to see Sami Zayn cr- recruit somebody instead of just getting pummeled to death um, in a physical mismatch. You know, it 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 just seemed like it's already over. Now what's he gonna do? Just have to duck and hide every time he says something or look over his shoulder you know it there's opportunities and i i it's not like you and i are necessarily you know these are the best ideas we could have ever came up with but they're better than what did occur because it's different from what we've seen before um i think that's what makes people want to watch they don't want to watch braun do the same crap he's been booked to do for two years in a row it you know I think the proof's in the pudding, Matt, and this wildcard gimmick is not going to solve that. Um, well, so, plus... I, you know, they they fired a writer. Um, I I don't know. It, maybe that'll maybe that'll do something. 
I guess we kind of have to see what this, you know, the next uh, team puts together for us. Um, well, I, I just want to throw uh, out there, too, like, um, you know, you, you add these guys for this wild card thing, and you, and you made the right point where it's like, okay, now we get to see AJ more, we get to see Roman more, and those, you know, those are the top, those are the top stars that should be there. But you don't want to start right. creating moments that we already know how they're going to end because there's no way AJ is going to win the WWE Championship on SmackDown because he's got another title right. match. He doesn't even belong technically on the show. He's not going to win. And there's already another match scheduled for Kofi. We don't need to create these moments that we already know how they're going to end. And then when they don't end with a surprise, you're just more disappointed. It's it's a terrible formula they're working on right now, and it it's just yeah it's, the fact that this was the solution it really is, for it's bad a, it's ratings. It's a two way it's a two way street of ineptitude because yeah. you're exactly right. Not only did it cheapen the title matches, it cheapened the superstars. Yep. Where they you know like AJ you you found a way to make AJ not look like a credible title contender. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, and what happened to AJ those last five minutes? Jesus Christ. I don't know. He, uh, he was definitely corpsing on the outside of the ring. I don't, I don't know what happened. And to now him. the uh, the blue um, thunderbomb is now the mo- the weakest move in pro wrestling history. Um, you know, you 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 tweeted about it, uh, and I I agree. Like I I really thought this would have been an amazing time to uh, fuck it. Let's go with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Give it to the best heel in the business right now. Shocker. Uh, he's cutting some electric promos uh that thunderbomb i love that move i wish he could win one match with yeah it. how about um, that move can't win but how many guys have just like a kick to the head and that's <laughs> and they yeah. win. Jesus. you know it takes a lot of um, coordination core work yeah, coordination perfect perfect word uh to hit a blue thunderbomb and make it look good <laughs> um well fuck it <laughs> and like a spear or a super kick it's just come on everybody can do that but lining up a blue thunder bomb three <laughs> times oh well i i don't know at the very least you know maybe we'll get some there there's at least there's you can kind of visually see in your head how maybe someday sammy Zayn will get that shot because he he looked really good well yeah but um, we, uh i think we're ready to finally move on we'll yeah stop. we got a we got a really tough subject here coming up matt well um, let's let's put maybe we shouldn't go too in depth and and just report it and and maybe not necessarily say verbatim but can you can you kind of let us in on maybe what we uh <laughs> talking about how certain races are expected to be like they they are criminals uh and they are get, given well, i can't really defend that one lars i, I tried to yeah play uh, he also uh. said that uh <laughs> white people have to actually work for what they need um and af- really have you seen uh black superstars be champion before 2019 <laughs> yeah. with Kofi? so okay oh for two matt you got yeah i mean they all kind of fell along that line that, that's the stuff that i saw okay. so i was just uh <laughs> I'm now I'm figuring out that you did not see that stuff, so I'm like, I missed yes. those. Uh, well, so we're we're gonna you know, at brothers a discussion. We try to have a discussion. <laughs> I try to play devil's advocate, but uh, woo-wee, gonna be a little hard to defend yeah. that one. Um, I'm not gonna die no, on that hill, Lars. I'm yeah, sorry, you're alone. There's no defending that. I I just. Yeah, that that's where I was like, okay, here's maybe we should just report what happened. <laughs> because <laughs> now we had two different we had two different ideas of what lars was saying but yeah now now i'm seeing one where he was like uh let's really let's there's some gray areas with rape well, yeah right like there's that, another hill i'm not gonna die on lars uh so you're I, you're kind of i fucked. think i yeah. think the the story was here is we we don't actually know that it's lars saying it but my stance is, if it is Lars, I think he should lose his job, and I think that should be the end, and he can just, I guess he'll just go to the Deep South and wrestle there. But, um, oh my god, yeah, some the, the stuff that I saw, ugh, god, it was disgusting. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I guess, it, Jesus, I mean, we've, we've, we've given, like, Hulk Hogan... You know he's got awful stuff that we actually have him recorded on tape saying it um and this is some you know idiotic 
forum for you know goony testosterone fueled weightlifter guys yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of like expecting progress progressive thoughts from like you know duck dynasty people um so i'm not saying like you know shame on you for expecting more from lars but you know shame on you for expecting more from lars sullivan um well i i don't know i, I you know he probably I, should have he, I, he I say probably should have to answer for this stuff Matt. um well i think if we're allowed to to book how we want to book monday night raw and smackdown i have no problem saying that fuck lars sullivan if this is him and he shouldn't have a job and i don't care like you think what you want to think you know if you're offended by what he said yeah go ahead fuck lars sullivan i i i don't know i I think we should have a higher you standard think, you, for I, I our guess, pro wrestlers. Uh, let's do this because yeah. you know some of these these quotes are pretty rotten. Um, I think if he stands by them, these are offenses where we don't we don't need you on the payroll. We have enough wrestlers. We'll figure it out. Um, Matt Hot Tag, what could it take from Lars for you to be okay with him being employed by WWE? That wasn't him. That's it. Wow. That's it, huh? I. I mean, this isn't, I don't know. It's not like when you go to uh, James Gunn getting fired by Disney and, of course, getting rehired. Um, the guy was was literally doing a stand-up act. And I listen to guys like Tom Segura and Anthony Jeselnik that say terrible things, but they, you, you, they don't actually mean them. Lars is in a spot where he's, you know, like, I think you put it where he can be anonymous and... You know, that's him getting, like, his actual real thoughts off of his mind. So, it, it's to me, it's very different. Because um, I'm a fan of James Gunn. And I, I I looked at what James Gunn did. And if you don't remember, everybody, he said terrible things about, about babies and different races. But he was he was literally doing a bit that he had done for years on, on Twitter. And, and then, of course, it got found years later, and he got fired from Disney for directing and writing Guardians of the Galaxy. And I, at the time, was like, no, you can't fire him. But this is, the, the motivation is different here, where uh, James Gunn was an entertainer trying to say things to get noticed, because he was a nobody at the time. So he's he's right. trying to be absurd so that his comedy will get someone, you know, it'll, it'll itch someone's ears. Lars is saying these things, and I could be wrong, but the motivation seems because he believes it. So, I I just I don't know. Uh, if you believe it, yeah, it's much I, worse, and you you, know, you just don't. You know, you can learn. Yeah, this yeah, go is ahead. a it's a this is a weird era to live in. Um, if only because everything you say and think, you know, can be made public like yeah. this. I've gone um, back. So I'm not saying like he's a victim, but I just, I don't know how you can't be aware of, of things like that um, being found at some point, especially if you're going to be, you know, on TV in the entertainment industry. Like, even, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you come back from this. If this comes to light and he's got to try to apologize for it, I think even if he apologizes, that that's admission of guilt that he he did say them and i just if those are your real thoughts i can't believe you would walk up to somebody who's been a victim of like sexual assault and be like you know i think there's some uh, gray areas with rape like it's <laughs> yeah like i don't know how you say that yeah to that person you know what i mean yeah it, it's just it's tough to say anything but that you know fuck that opinion and that's i think part of that is i i, I you know I think if he had to meet somebody like that face to face, he'd be like, "Okay, I'm fucking stupid," and that's that's why I'm not I'm not um, you know I'm not gonna defend him, but I I think that he definitely has not really thought these you know opinions through all the way. It's it's the it looks it looks exactly like what I would expect to find on a website like forum.bodybuilding.com. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I, yeah. I think it's time to move on. I think we should jump into some NXT because, I mean, there's not much else we can say because obviously we don't yeah, we agree wanna, with we that. Wanna, yeah, we definitely want to light the show up a little bit, but it's just something like you know I I really was bummed when Lars had that 
mental health issue and he had to step away and i was pumped to see him come back and you know to see all this stuff come to light is is really a bummer and i i hope at the very least at the end of this you know maybe he can learn from it and you know find some way because wwe for all their faults is pretty good at getting volunteer work and like like charity work um um you know uh make that a part of your job so if they can find some way to kind of you know show lars the light and at least you know maybe get him helping in the right direction um you know like for groups that have been abused especially the groups that he's kind of vaguely alluding to like they like they haven't been i i i would at least be happy with that i don't know about him keeping his his job forever it's it's tough matt it's you know, no, it's something all, it's beyond a, a free podcast. Yeah. It's just, you know. You're good. Um, yeah. Hopefully it gets better. That's all. <laughs> um, Matt. It's like, just stop. <laughs> we can get into our, our favorite episode of TV every yeah. week. Because it's only 60 minutes. We love the way it's uh, produced. And that is NXT. Well, you were all, uh-huh. I don't know. Are you excited or bummed out by the Slipknot song? Because I miss the old NXT song. I... But are you are you happy that they're all singing along in the, the intro? Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's I don't know if I like it. I don't know if you guys all uh, all caught it, but now the intro includes uh this Slipknot intro song and the wrestlers sing along to it singing We are not your kind. We are not your kind. I will say I don't understand that message. And it transcends like heel, face, the women are singing it, the men are singing it, everybody's singing it. I I'll say I don't I don't like the message. I think um there's always you know no matter how intelligent we all are there's always a subliminal side to things like even if the wwe doesn't want this to happen and even if we're completely aware that this isn't actually true when we keep hearing we are not your kind it can actually affect your mind so why in god's name did they pick (laughs) this statement when i mean this is a company now that is admittedly struggling with uh ratings with changing up their show completely so now the one show yeah. that everybody can agree is perfect it's good let's just keep going in the direction we're going they have an yep. intro song that is we are not your kind <laughs> um so i'm fine yeah, with them singing along but uh being the chicago bears in 1985 but i <laughs> i do not like the message i think yeah, it's it, did, a, it did look like the show it's a misstep it was that was funny <laughs> yeah um no, you know why? I, I think the real reason it bums me out is I really loved the old theme song that evidence resistance evidence redemption. No, 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 no. that's a good workout. Like song. that was one of my workout yeah. songs. <laughs> uh, excuse me. That and Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, maybe they'll maybe they'll listen to this episode and they'll be like, all right, let's tone it down and go back to Power Flow, who's the name of the band who wrote Resistance. Um, but, uh, I'm sure nobody knows. Right their after name. that, man. <laughs> hey, I, I downloaded their whole album on Spotify, so I want to give them some credit. Well, they're happy. Outside of that, I mean, we could kind of dig into some of the wrestling. I know you were really excited to watch another Bianca Belair match, man. Yeah. Um, oh man, especially <laughs> with the ending. <laughs> Um, on a botch? Yeah, those are my favorite. Um, <laughs> how about them? How the how the fuck did her hair help in any goddamn way? Shot. Oh my god. I I just I don't I don't get it. <laughs> the crowd was hot. They for are. Awesome, I, I thought it was they funny. are. They're so hot, and I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't I don't see. What am I missing? <laughs> Will someone please email Matt. us and tell us? I feel like you don't understand that she's undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, my God. I wish I had shoulders like Bianca. She has wonderful shoulders. Oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. The other thing, uh, I, I, know you, I know you wrote about it. Uh, the Viking Raiders, uh, still on NXT, but also kind of on Raw. Is this their first time? Are they the Viking Raiders on NXT, or are they the war raiders i'm not well that was that was uh that's what i wanted to reference was nigel and morrow referenced them as viking raiders and then they had a they had a graphic that came up viking raiders next week on nxt so oh 
They are now the Viking Raiders uh, on NXT. I thought, uh, you know, now now it feels official. Now that it's on NXT, now it's official. Uh, but kind of kind of a weird segment if you go back and watch it, Mike. So that, you know, it's fun, Viking Raiders, whatever, hoo-ha. But I yeah. don't understand why those guys beat up the Viking Raiders. And, like, if you watch that, it's like they were whispering the whole time. Did you watch that? Because they're, they're, they're on, like, a security I camera. But you can hear the guys getting thrown into walls and getting hit with weapons. But then you just kind of hear this. So it's not like anything's being muted. It's just they're whispering. It was really odd. I didn't like the whispering. Well, you know, I I think a lot of people, (laughs) um, the Brothers of Discussion uh, faction members included, one of the things that always comes up is, you know what we need to do? We need to bring back the hardcore title. It was defended any time, and, you know, just hellfire and brimstone when that bad boy was on the screen. <laughs> and uh, the Viking Raiders uh, did get thrown into some metal. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but also, they also... <laughs> Wesley Blake picked up a duffel bag full of socks and threw it. Yeah, it's painful stuff. <laughs> like, how much do you think a bag of socks really hurt him, Blake? So it didn't hurt. So here's what I think. Like, I know I saw him kind of whip a bag of socks, but even if you get whipped with a bag of socks, I think the Viking Raiders would be okay. So here's what I think um, happened. I I think yeah. you, ever, you ever like you're you're walking around work, or maybe you're just around your house and you're singing a song, and then you realize, and you're singing out loud, and then all of a sudden you realize yeah. while you're jamming along somebody's right across the street watching you do it so then you're like so and you know they're on that uh that campus of uh i don't know sometimes it even looks like they're filming at, at, at universal studios but they're at um the oh my gosh what the hell is that uh you know the nxt studio I mean, where do you see like noel foley in the background or i i think that there were just people around campus around the school that they they do their tapings at and they were just like oh, oh we gotta the, let's uh, let's not full sale yes, full, full sale, sale. there we go yeah. full sale and our uh remember our, our lead teacher at our school in high school wanted me to go there and i will forever regret that oh. forever will regret not going to full yep. sale anyways you fucked up. I, I did. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> he was going to help me go and help pay. And I was like, I don't want to go to Florida. Orlando sucks. Um, <laughs> I know. Now my whole life is about Orlando. <laughs> Any hoozles. Uh, that story went down the shitter. But basically, I thought maybe some people were around and they just wanted to. Well, I don't want them to hear. They're right there. Oh, my God. She's like, Riker, come on. Be a man. No. What if they here? I don't want anybody to know we're over here. God. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about that the whole video is Morrow having to introduce it. So what we're going to see here is the Viking Raiders after a hot workout. <laughs> uh, they got some squats in, a couple of curls. Um, you know, Igar got to go on the treadmill for a little bit. Ooh. And then, uh, well, well, uh. Eric was out on the stairmaster. They were exhausted, so they they got after a you know a good hot, sweaty two-hour workout, and then out of nowhere, they forgot and sucks. Oh my god! So it's just we had to outline too much and give too much context because it would have been weird to just show these two guys just hanging out in their you know in their sweaty pants, just kind of walking around by a garage door and then all of a sudden jackson Riker rolls up uh i don't know like he's he's going to home depot to get a hot dog and then his two <laughs> vikings come stumbling out of the dark smelling like stink and then his two buddies come out of the shadows to pummel him um matt no no word yet on what the other two members of the forgotten sons were doing while they were waiting for the viking raiders to finish their workout <laughs> Uh, we'll need a second camera and probably two to three weeks of feuds to figure this out. Um, Matt, uh, moving <laughs> yeah. on. We also had a bare feet sighting for Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. 
Matt, hot tag, feet rating. Oh, and then uh, Raul Mendoza and Riddick Moss. All right, sounds like uh, Matt was not impressed <laughs> with either of those Jesus feet. Jesus Christ. He was looking forward to the main event feet with Matt Riddle. Boom. Uh, Matt, I know you want to talk about Raul Mendoza and Riddick Moss. Um, no, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's, I think it's just I took notes about this match because I forgot Riddick Moss was still employed. Um... Morrow filled us in that there's an Achilles tear uh, that kept Riddick on the shelf. And Riddick's first mo- match back from action, he loses to a guy who's literally got a jobber for a last name with the Mendoza line. Um, it was a, a slingshot corkscrew splash, apparently, that ended uh, Riddick Moss's uh, <laughs> streak of appearances and non-wins. So... Boom. There you go. Um, we also, the main event was the barefooted Adam Cole. Oops, sorry. Matt Riddle. Barefooted. I guess it's just wishful thinking. Matt, <laughs> uh, so Matt Riddle was barefooted versus Adam Cole, who was shooed. Uh, this was our third set of bare feet for the night. Um, Jesus Matt, Christ. <laughs> anything from this match really stand out for you? What'd you love? Oh, from the match, I, the match is fine. I, I'm here for the drama, the end of this, the end of the fight. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it was good. Well, you know what? Go I, ahead. It's a, it's a string of about three or four matches in a row where you and I collectively said Matt Riddle impress us, and I think his offense is is really good. Like it, it looks painful. I don't want to fight Matt Riddle at any time in my life. Um, but I know you were really into the Roddy Strong drama. Um. Yeah, it's great. I I think the one thing that I really liked is the way they staged um, the continuity of, um, in terms of closeness, how you know it's Adam and Roddy on opposite ends, and then again, um, Kyle O'Reilly is you know in between but closer to Adam, and then Bobby Fish is again in the middle but closer to Roddy, so you can kind of see where the sympathies lie. So it's it's just a cute way to keep um, staging the drama. Yeah, I, and uh, I think I think it's fun that Kyle O'Reilly is is the level head in all of this after all the antics that he gets up <laughs> to during his matches and all, you know all the old promos. That's the guy that's keeping Undisputed Era together. But um, I do at least like that Adam Cole is shouting like, "What are his motivations for being you know acting so weird?" And you know, we were talking about AJ Styles and Seth Rollins uh, in their tag match, and you know AJ ends up hitting the the forearm to to Seth Rollins, and you could make the argument that it was an accident, but Adam is walking to the back and he's yelling out loud, and we can all hear like he's not just faking like this anger; he actually has a reason for it, and he says, "Whenever, whenever Roddy gets involved, I lose." And it, it's just, it was great. Like, I teased it at the time. I'm sitting here by myself watching it, and I was like, what a doofus. But, yeah, like that, you know, it's childish. But at least they, they actually have a motivation, a reason that he's upset. And I, I like it. You know, they're actually, they actually did something that makes sense. And not to not to say they isn't like NXT, because NXT gets it right all the time. But, but to say more or less, you know, this is, this is the WWE doing something right, where... We have a story that's been building since January because they were supposed to be, you know, NXT champion, North American champion, and tag title uh, uh, champs, and they're none of it. And now the whole thing is starting to implode, and I just, I can't wait for Adam to win the NXT championship with the help of Roderick Strong. I just, ugh. You know, I I think you make a really good point that I kind of want to... Uh, uh, but you know kind of jump off of where adam cole when he's mic'd for sound you know he's saying he's making real justifications like um you know i won that fatal five way on my own i did that every time roddy's involved i lose and you know something's got to happen something's got to change um i feel like so so often when you're on raw and smackdown and they get those guys mic'd for sound for like a, a similar interaction it always feels like I'm I'm miming my my ups my being upset. I'm I'm miming it. I'm very upset with what is happening yeah. right now. Like it always comes off so yeah 
robotic. Yeah, that's what I was. So so forced, yeah. you know. Um, and I don't know if it's just because it's literally forced because sometimes you gotta have the cameraman point at you like, "All right, we're going live on the zoom camera. Go." Um, or maybe it's a testament to Adam Cole's acting ability where he comes from the you know the school of Kevin Owens, you know where the. Um, uh, consternation feels authentic all the time uh, you know but it, it adds to the show it adds to why we appreciate nxt so much whoever is matt making those production decisions of you know when to when to you know record these moments like this there's just another a plus uh from the brothers of discussion um i think it's little nuggets like that that you know, it's it's why I don't uh, I don't I don't make I don't set aside three hours every Monday to watch that show because they they don't they don't know how to produce little nuggets like this. <laughs> I don't get rewarded for watching all three hours. I get rewarded for watching you know basically the highlights. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I've been trying. What's funny is I'm listening to you, and I'm all, all I'm doing is trying to think of a transition into our new game, Two Rumors and a Lie um and i was yeah. thinking because you said another a plus and i was like well mike you're gonna be fighting for an a plus and then i was like well i got a little nugget for you <laughs> what was oh shit what was the last one um a plus is good but i'd rather hear a nugget man it sounds like you have a brand new game yeah. on the brothers oh, of discussion. this is it i because you said we spend three hours every monday and i was gonna say well guess what i spent three hours every monday or last monday doing <laughs> <laughs> i was researching Mike silly rumors online about wrestling, uh, and it just so happens too that we had a, a little mix-up on our own Facebook page that I have to apologize for because I thought we were getting called out. But we we like to say every week on our show we fucking hate these goddamn rumor pages, and you know fuck them unless yeah just blatant, unless you're blatant kayfabe blatant what is it kayfabe news or kayfabe newsletter kayfabe is you know obviously that's that's a fake account and then there's now sliced wrestling so there's sliced wrestling and sliced wrestling is actually a parody account of sliced wrestling which is complete bullshit um the fun right. thing is when people don't understand that sliced is a parody account and they just go way off the wall but anyway we're gonna have fun because mike i'm gonna give you two different rumors that i've found in the last week that actually are rumors online. Now, are they actually going to come to fruition? Who gives a fuck? Yes. <laughs> oh. But I just wanted to show how silly these rumors are and how easy it is to make them up and, and make them sound believable. Because I'm hoping that you struggled just a little bit. It's really going to suck if you did research too and you're going to know all these rumors. I'm hoping you didn't. No, I don't want to ruin that for myself. <laughs> I'm hoping no. you didn't. But some of these are off the wall, some of them are right on point. I mean, I think some of them could actually happen. But just one more recap, Mike, you're gonna get three different rumors. Two of them are actual rumors online, and one of them I made up, and you are going to try and figure out which one I made up. Hopefully, I have the patience to create like a little song, or I could just go Hey! We're going to have to put a drop in for, uh, like, Bugenhagen's music or something. Uh, yeah, that could work. I was thinking more like game show music from, like, the 70s or 80s or something. Um, All right, I mean, that's fair. Uh, let me ask you this before we oh jump in. Oh, my gosh. Uh, these rumors that we found online, is there any validity to them? Or we're just trying to... F these, are, these rumors are just so ridiculous. I'm going to have to pick the one that Matt attempted to emulate this ridiculous writing style. Mike, some of these are from sources that are, you know, turn out to be legitimate at times, but they can be a little ridiculous. Some of them are going to sound pretty accurate. And I, I tried to make borderline of I tried to I tried to mix up like the accurate ones together, but it's going to go pretty off the wall and then we're going to move forward. But Mike, are you ready for your first three rumors? <laughs> I am ready for the first ever two shoots and a work. Two, can we call two it Two rumors that? and a two lie. Two shoots and a work rumor game. Two, two rumors yeah. and a lie. That's what it's officially called, Brothers of Discussion fans. I don't know why Mike's trying to force two shoots and a work. 
Doesn't make two sense. Two shoots and a work. <laughs> Doesn't make All sense. Right. Two shits and a turd. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Mike. Number one. Uh, so I guess section one, number I don't know. The first one out of our first little section here. What are you doing? Like a, a legal document? Article on a subset? <laughs> All right, here we go. Mike. Man. CM Punk's music was played during an NXT taping. Twitterverse is now assuming WWE was hinting at a punk return. Mike, Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro are getting the early nod for the next Mixed Match Challenge, leading to a new title being announced. And Goldberg was re-signed to entertain in Saudi Arabia in an effort to block his entry to AEW. Mike, which one of those did I make up? Man, those are really good. Let's hear them one oh more time. Oh my god. For the folks at home. You can't. And also for me at my home. Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, this is not how this was supposed to go. CM Punk's music played during an NXT taping, causing the Twitterverse to assume WWE was hinting at a punk return. Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro are getting the early nod for the next Mixed Match Challenge victory, leading to a new title being announced. And number three, Goldberg was re-signed to entertain in Saudi Arabia in an effort to block his entry to AEW. Mike, which one of those did I make up? I, I think you came up with the first one. Oh, this is see, this is this is why we're playing this game, Mike. I did not make that one up. This is how oh, insane. No. no! Yeah. All right, let me try one oh, more you want, time. Okay. All right, it wasn't the first one. Jesus. I guess you came up with the second yes, one. Yes, I did. Ricochet and Casey are not being pegged for the oh Mixed Match Challenge. Why? <laughs> Why is the first one? I, so, I was at an, the NXT tapings uh, either a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever. Uh, they played CM Punk's music just, oh just while we're waiting for the show to start. And a bunch of people posted it on Twitter. And they, they decided that this was Punk making his triumphant return to WWE. Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, uh, I, I'm sorry I, to say that you're you're 0 for 1. I, I lost game one. Uh, you ready for number two? That's okay. Oh, I'm ready for number All right. two. I'm, I'm going to say number one, two, and three, just to kind of break so you know what's coming. Uh, number All one, right. Shayna Baszler getting called up after Money in the Bank to fill the Rousey hole till SummerSlam. Number two. Oh, I hope she fills my Rousey <laughs> hole. Go ahead. Number two. Luke Harper isn't being booked right now because he doesn't do a believable southern accent. Number oh, three. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's going to make me laugh. Number three. Leo Rush and Finn Balor clashed this week due to Balor advising Rush to keep his wife out of production meetings. Mike, one, two, or three, which wow. one of those did I, I make I up? I hope you didn't come up with the third one. <laughs> um, Jesus, man. Uh, what was the first one again? Uh, Shayna's getting called up after Money in the Bank to fill the Rousey hole. <laughs> fill the Rousey hole. <laughs> All right. And then uh, okay. Luke Harper. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear him one more time. So we got Rousey Luke Harper Hole, doesn't got... sound like he has a believable <laughs> southern, accent. southern accent. And Leo Rush and Finn Balor clash. <laughs> Matt, I, I hope you came up with easily the funniest one, which is number two. Mike. Dave Meltzer reported Luke Harper is not being booked no! right now because he does not have a believable <laughs> southern accent. No! <laughs> Dave oh, fucking no. Meltzer. Which one did you do? So, here's the thing. Like, Dave Meltzer's one of the names that I said, sometimes these can be reliable. And, like, how insane is that? There's no way oh. somebody said he's not going to get booked because he doesn't have a believable Southern. Who the fuck is his inside source that said that? <laughs> I hope it's Luke Harper. So, that, there's an example of a guy that we all believe and trust. Oh, And he's full no. of shit sometimes. Okay, so what did you make oh, up? Oh, uh, I made up Shayna getting the call up uh, after Money in the Bank. I, oh, I no. thought I could trick you because we have the takeover coming up and Rousey is going to be out until oh, SummerSlam. I, I don't know. The Ronda Hole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Alright, so do I, is there one more game I get? Um, right? well, you know, I made five of them, but now I'm kind of thinking let's stop at three, because these are, this is a mouthful and this does take a while. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, gross, and we're, we're already acknowledging these god-awful rumors <laughs> about Luke Harper and Justin Uh, so let's go game number three, Mike. Number one. Alright, the final game, I gotta get gotta off get the one. Schneid. Come on. You got this, Mike. Alright. I'm kind of rating these, right. and I'm going, which one of these did I make up? <laughs> Thankfully, I labeled them. Uh, Mike, Kofi Kingston right. and Becky Lynch title reigns are now being highlight highlighted as possible reasons for slumping ratings. For uh, and So, number two. Uh, Bray Wyatt <coughs> told a fan he's working on bringing, and this brings up the same name again, bringing Luke Harper into the Firefly Funhouse gimmick. And number three. Daniel Bry Bryan's closely guarded injury was a concussion that WWE is trying to keep quiet. So number one, Kofi and Becky are being blamed uh, for the slumping ratings, and WWE is now rushing to fix this. Uh, Bray Wyatt's going to bring Luke Harper into the Firefly Funhouse gimmick, and number three would be Daniel Bryan actually had a concussion that the WWE is trying to keep quiet. That's why he's been gone for a month. Mike, which one of those did I make up? <laughs> I'm reading these. These are these are all pretty legit. Like these these are yeah. pretty good. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, all right, let me see if I can at least eliminate one. I think the first one is a real rumor, right? I'm not. I don't. You know, what do I say? <laughs> I need a shot. I need. I gotta try to win one. Let me at least narrow it down. Matt, the first one's a rumor. Uh, wrong. That's the one I made you up. You made that up? <laughs> I've read that somewhere. Damn it, Matt. I'm sorry. It's uh, SB <laughs> Nation it. is reporting that Bray Wyatt is bringing Luke Harper into the Firefly Funhouse gimmick. And again, our buddy Dave Meltzer reporting that Daniel Bryan actually had a concussion the last month. Oh, I can't believe I went 0 for 3 in this game. <laughs> but it's the point. That's the point. That's how silly these... I mean... Oh, the game of figuring out which rumors are, are real, and it's just, oof. It's a terrible world that we live in, uh, the wrestling world. I, I had, I had, I want to tell you, maybe I could tell you the ones I made up at least. Um, no, I don't want to do that. We'll save them, we'll save them for another time that you're, you're ready to get off the schneid. We'll give you a break. Oof. <laughs> oh. Well, I had fun doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, that was... Two rumors and a lie. That was the first and will certainly not be the last iteration of two two shits and a turd. <laughs> <laughs> Our I, favorite new game. Would you here rather on Brothers of when Discussion. we play this going forward? Would you rather that they're all just insane rumors? Like that that first round was pretty good. I feel like you got CM Punk. Yeah, I think uh, the mix match challenge <laughs> and Goldberg. <laughs> I still. I still, I st like, even after playing and knowing the answers, I'm still not sure which one was fake. <laughs> <Like they're laughs> Having the cheat sheet with me, I'm still a little skeptical. Uh, I think if they're too realistic, um, I, you know, no, like, you know what? It's, it's. Because I don't want you to think I'm complaining, it's just that it got kind of tough because I'm pretty sure I read some of those real like I, i've seen uh kofi and becky getting blamed for uh um, ratings dropping drop droppings 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 dropping well that yeah that can get confusing if you have seen so i i scoured i mean mike i spent all week i'm not joking i setting this i game had google up. alerts i was trying to get good rumors a lot of people just repeat the same rumors <laughs> But I, you know, I've been looking at, so even today before we recorded, I was going through rumors and making sure that I wasn't missing anything, but I, I've gone through every single goddamn rumor this week, so I, I, I tried not to screw you over, but I could still believe that something squeezed through the cracks. <laughs> well, what we might have to do is squeeze it through the cracks, like my, uh, Ronda Rousey yeah. hole. Uh, <laughs> what, we, what we might want to do is, uh. If you have the last two, maybe we can post those um, you know, on Facebook and on the site. 
and uh, see if people can pick well, them out. I see. I do. I agree with you. I just don't trust anybody not to Google it and figure out which one. I mean, you're just ruining it for yourself. I mean, it's just kind of a gut instinct. What do you think Matt came up with? <laughs> um, so if you want to ruin it for yourself and get the right answer, you know, knock yourself out. But you know, it's kind of more fun to see uh, what you know, you know, on your own. I agree. Um, but I don't trust anybody. <laughs> outside of that, uh, we're pushing an hour here, Matt. Uh, you know, we got some. We kind of touched on Raw and SmackDown. Um, I guess if you had to pick one one thing out of Raw that we didn't touch on, uh, what would it be? I don't like that Ricochet beat Bobby Roode or Robert Roode. I Ooh. think this was an opera. If that that was the first time I looked at Ricochet and what his potential is and then looking at robert what are we doing with that he's already lost so the mustache made no difference he's already not intimidating he's just the same 50 50 probably mostly losing guy that instead of a beard now he's got a mustache that was a huge miss ricochet could have just fallen under the robert rude is you know has a new motivation now and instead like that's your that's your opportunity and you missed it i i would say that was there's a lot of disappointments but when it comes to trying to like peg something that i I feel like people aren't giving enough attention to that's it but yourself mike wrestling is all about professionalism you know if it's your time to be the champ you hold that belt with dignity and self-respect and you elevate the title right if you get told go out there and do the job you have a responsibility to get your opponent over and who did a better job of jobbing than the revival with their itchy buttholes (laughs) they did a remarkable job of selling that itching powder mat certainly did Bravo to them. I don't know if they're going to take those five-year, $500 million contracts that are, that are floating around like a, you know, a two shits and a turd rumor. Uh, but, uh, you know, well done, boys. It's, you know, not a lot of people can do slapstick. And, my God, the Revival are just in a real god-awful situation. And they're still trying to make it a little memorable. So... <laughs> I'm. I apologize. I. I'm sorry for whoever wrote that t- for you. Um. But I, I hope it doesn't continue. Matt, I'm gonna go first with SmackDown. My favorite moment. Uh, we got new tag team champions crowned. You know, Brian and uh, Rowan, which I understand. But oh yeah, Chucky. Heaven <laughs> machinery. They did. They didn't quite say that they wanted a title shot, but they were in the shot. Of the ca- of the they're in the camera line. They were they were visible yeah. and they were kind of looking at them and they looked a little hungry. Look like they want some meat, Chucky. So Matt, fingers crossed. At the next pay per view, we get a Team Earth versus Team Girth. Who's with me? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna latch onto that too because we already talked about uh, Kofi and Sammy, AJ, Kevin Owens. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> That segment where Heavy Machinery and Daniel and um, uh, Rowan have that stare down, it just kind of felt like yeah. Heavy Machinery was supposed to say something and they like got cold feet because they were on live TV. I, I'm not saying that's what happened, but it just, the stare went on for so long. I can't, why? <laughs> why was it 10 seconds of them just standing next to each other, looking at each other? They're not even like, really you know obviously motioning like I, you know i think we all understand what's going on there but i i just it, yeah. it was weird if it, it did feel like heavy machinery was supposed to go we're coming for those titles and then like um they waited they yeah they here. waited so long that they're just you know just forget it we'll just we'll stare and then they yeah. walk away and then tucky's like yeah <laughs> like he said something but i, I have no idea he turns into beavis sometimes <laughs> yeah um and then just real quick i only wanted to comment on it because I, i'm gonna ask you um a hot take question 
uh, NXT UK, it was it was a pretty good hour. Um, you had uh, like three, four good wrestling matches, but one spot I've never seen in my life. Uh, the Big Strong Boys, Mustache Mountain were fighting The Hunt, who is compiled of a wild bull, wild bull, and uh, fella Prom 8, and uh, Trent Seven, Knife Edge Chopped Primate. Not on his chest, but on the primate's inner thigh. <laughs> Matt, hot tag, have you ever seen that spot in your life? A knife edge chop to your opponent's thigh muscle. Uh, I mean, only in my own bathroom when I sit on my phone too long and I need <laughs> get the blood flowing again. Uh, that's the... Uh, no, yeah, come on, Dickie. <laughs> it's the only time I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, when you get you know stuck in a figure four lock to get the blood flowing in your leg, you got to do a little slapping. You know, get the blood flowing again. Uh, but I've never seen one man do it to the other man. It was uh, it it made me go, what the f- what the fuck? <laughs> so hopefully we get more thigh slaps out of Trent Seven. Um, Matt, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I really love your new game. I think it's a great idea. Uh, we want to keep it going. Aww. I think. We'll pose it to the uh, the faction and uh, hopefully uh, let them get a taste at the other two uh, two shits in a turd game. <laughs> Working title. We'll get there. Uh, Matt, but uh, any final thoughts? Are you ready to go off into let's, the? Let's go off into the sunset. Into the sunset. Let's do it. That was beautiful. This is this is this is the All way right, the show the should work. Us, uh, everybody can yeah. find us at BOD Podcast for uh, Twitter, and you can find us that way on Facebook too. Go ahead and join our group too, where we uh, discuss live uh, pro wrestling with some spoilers, uh, and that's that's directly connected to Brothers of Discussion on Facebook as well. Go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com to find all of the episodes, all the archives, and our old, old, old blog posts. <laughs> and that—that's it. That's that's all she wrote. That's the brothers of discussion. That's it. Episode seventy-eight. Oh yeah! We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.